David Quinn is on the line. TV1's new season of ATL Homicide is going to premiere tonight at 9 p.m. And this is a great crime series. It's an hour-long series featuring two great detectives who've been friends for a long time, David Quinn, who we have on the line, and Vince Velasquez, who's not here. But uh, between the both of you, you guys have cracked like hundreds of murder cases in the ATL, David. I'm, I'm going to call him my at-work wife because okay. we did everything together. And we worked, as you said, hundreds of murders in the course of 19 years together. Wow. That is amazing. I mean, you know, with Atlanta having the uh, record number of murders, I heard the mayor, Keisha Lance Bottom, says she has no answer to the rise in uh, murders in the ATL. What do you think is the answer there, brother? BJ, these are difficult times. We know that the civil uprising this summer was necessary. I mean, I don't care what anybody else says. It was necessary. There's two different Americas. Yes. And our people, black and brown, were out in the street trying to let America know we're live from ground zero, trying to let you know what's going on. We dying out here. Yes. And so what's happened with Atlanta, and I'm a civilian now. I'm fully retired. I did 33 years. Uh, I love the mayor. But right now, they have a morale problem that is epic. Wow. And they've got to fix that first because, I'm going to be honest with you, the cops are not being proactive. They're not you know, doing the things that stop crime before they unfold and before they close down. I mean, they're really not doing anything proactive as a group. I mean, they're, you know, it, it's just right now she's lost them. I yeah. mean, and just to put it in plain English. Yeah. So they're just going through the motions and just collecting a paycheck right now. What you say? They're, they're trying to protect each other and they're waiting for a use of force policy uh, that they can believe in. I mean, it's, 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 it, it, this generation, see my generation, you know, we did whatever we were told. We Old got school. out there, we worked the street. Yeah. I was in the same neighborhood, BJ, as a patrolman from 1985, 86 until night to the Olympics came to town in 96. Right. So I knew everybody in my housing project. They knew me. They didn't even dial now when they come knock on my window. Right. If I was taking a nap, I mean, that's how comfortable I was. I was so I was so, I was ubiquitous. I was, uh, you know, a ladder <laughs> on the expressway. I was right there. Wow. That's gone. They got to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. So you have to win these quote-unquote marginalized neighborhoods one street at a time, one encounter at a time, so people will trust you. That's right. Uh, David Quinn is on from uh, ATL Homicide, airs tonight on TV1. What have you seen, David, as the common denominator in each of the murders that you've investigated with you and Vince? Wow, they're, they're just so different, BJ. I mean, a lot of times it's all about getting that loot. I mean, mm. to be quite honest with you, most people don't wake up and say, I'm going to go kill me a joke. Right, day. right. What they wake up and say, if they about them streets, is I'm going to go out here and I'm going to get that money today. Now, yeah. you know, what happens is people, you know, die during the course of robbery. Um, I mean, it was it, it's very few cases I worked that were straight up malice murders where there was no passion, there was no uh, uh, domestic situation. Uh, I had one serial killer my whole career, and it was my last case wow. that I made back in 2014. And uh, I was just somebody who wanted to kill people. But uh, it, 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 they're all different. But once you connect with that family member, that mother, that aunt, that father that raised that child, sometimes that cousin, you know, that's when you get the truth. The truth is you touch and agree with these people and you let them know, I love you. Yes. And I'm about to go work this case 
like nobody's business, but I want you to know anytime you call, you give me a cell phone number. Anytime you want to know something, don't call the desk. Don't call the office. Call me on my cell phone. And that's the connection to trust. Yeah. Do you know Gary McFadden in Charlotte? Uh, I've met him one time about 12 years ago at a training seminar. He's an awesome brother. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, an awesome brother. Yeah. He reminds you, you remind me of his personality. He's always in the streets. Everybody knows him. And that's what you got to get yes. back to that, that trust between we, we, the community. We got to do it. What's interesting, BJ. Um, we have a case this season in season three. That's actually going to take us to Charlotte. We jump on wow. a plane and go to Charlotte. One of the episodes. Had a, had a had a tremendous time there. Stayed in South Park. Yeah. Had a ball. Wow. So we'll be showcasing that one. We might want to hit you up that night when that show airs, just so you can say tonight we're in Charlotte. Oh man, please, you please know? do, man. Hey, let me ask you this too, uh, David. Now, in the black community, we got this crazy no snitching rule, and I know you dealt with this. And has anybody cracked the code on this, brother? I mean. When you when you see a loved one or, or somebody that you love and you know get murdered, then you won't say anything. What kind of mentality is that? That's see, that's all about your detective. That's about what your detective does. He have the respect in the community. Let me just give you a short example. There was a prostitute that I knew for years. I watched her grow up. I watched her go into the street. She was chemically dependent, but. What was interesting, what she told me was she used to call me every time she saw a murder because she worked in the street 24 7. Yeah. And what she told me once when I picked her up, because she called me about a murder, she said, Quinn, drop me off right in the middle of where everybody is so they can see me get out your car because I'm tired of hiding. She said, if they know I got out your car, I'm safe. They're not yeah. going to fool with me because they know you. BJ, that, 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 that almost made me cry because wow. this sister, you know, I've been knowing her since I, I was, but I watched her grow up. Her mother was a prostitute. Her wow. mom was out there before she got on the stroll. So that's the kind of police you got to have. I never made a dime in this work. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Not yeah. a dime. Right. I just love serving my people and uh, the prostitutes, you know, the, the, the pimps, uh, the Jays, everybody out there. We were family. We right. were family. And, and uh, I just see with law enforcement across the board, there's a standoffish, tactical way they police now. And that's just not that, – that's just not how we – me and Vince got down. Right. Vince were out there. Yeah. And uh, – so, so what I'm picking up from you – I'm picking up for you, David, is like you're not ashamed to be yourself. You're not ashamed to um, express your blackness in law enforcement. And oh, Definitely. And do you find that black cops are trying to toe the line or trying to be something that they're not and they disconnect themselves from the community? That's why we don't like the police like we're supposed to? Yeah, there's been an across the board, you know, unplucking from the community and, you know, these different calls they go on. This is just my opinion. And Vince shares some of these same feelings, but me in particular, I just feel like we, you know, Police departments nationwide have unplugged. It's become, you know, more of I'm in fear of my life, therefore I have to do this. Yeah. I don't remember saying that when I was coming along. Wow. We, we wasn't in fear of nothing. I mean, we rarely <laughs> pulled the gun. You know, we used to, you know, we used to, you know, do the huckabuck shuffle. We used to fight a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we dust each other off. And sometimes somebody wouldn't go to jail. Right, that was a good fight. You did good. You know, I'm going to let you have that one. And, uh, but it's, 
different now. It's it's almost like when people of color, black and brown, yeah. when they present any kind of perceived threat, it have to be a threat, a perceived threat by law enforcement, it's okay to shoot me. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and um, I, I just, I feel like we got to go backwards. We got to go back to the 1980s yes. and see what was going on there. We we didn't we didn't shoot people. I'm just my my experience. I've been in shootouts, yeah. and we didn't shoot people unless bullets were coming at us. I mean, I know that you know it sounds harsh to some people, but we didn't shoot people with nothing in the hand. We mm. got to get away from that. Yeah, we 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 that was because you would get clowned by your precinct buddy. Yo, wow, man, he, what he what he was losing the fight. I mean. You know, so wow. it, 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 it was a, it was a different world. I think we got to take a page out of the eighties. Was a renaissance period in policing. We had crack cocaine hit the street. I watched it yes. as it hit, and I'm gonna tell you, we were just out there. You know, first of all, I, I, I wasn't making a whole lot of crack arrests. I was right. trying to hold those families together. Yeah, because it was just so much out there. It was it was like overnight. It was it was on cars like pollen in, in, in Georgia, you know, in the springtime it was everywhere. Yeah. So you had to hold those those neighborhoods back together, you know, these broken families trying to keep some semblance of order. So um, I just think we got to go backwards. We got to get less tactical. We got to get less paramilitary, which police departments pride themselves on. We got to get, get back to the people. They should know the cops first and last name if he's patrolling their neighborhood. Wow. Wow. We got to get back to that. TV One's new season of the ATL uh, Homicide. ATL Homicide premieres uh, tonight, 9 p.m. on TV One, featuring detectives David Quinn and Vince uh, Velasquez. You and you, you were like both of y'all wrapped up in one with you talking. Is y'all like uh, brothers from another mother, man? When I was watching man, some of the video, <laughs> we are definitely brothers. Uh, we're kindred spirits. We love each other. Yes. And we've never had a bad day together. Only success by just bringing the truth. Wow. And we, we still bring that truth. And it's going to be happening every Monday at 9, 8 Central, only on TV One. Let me ask you one last question as we exit, brother. What are the youth starving for? In all these cases, all these murders, when you sit down across the table from our young black youth, what is the thing that they're starving for that you could tell us? Now, a lot of them are just starving for, for some some attention. You know, they, they, they're they all worried about their futures. Yeah. A lot of them feel they don't have a future, and they don't really see past the age of 25. And unfortunately, so many of them out there just trying to survive that, uh, you know, maybe some some of us baby boomers can't identify with that because, you know, we would think about living right old age lives yeah. and, and these kids just aren't, they're just trying to get through the week. Mm. And, um, that's what I saw, you know, charging a 16 year old with murder is a heartbreaking event. And I mean, no matter what they did, yeah. you know, their brains haven't fully developed, you know, the science, you know, uh, proves and shows that. And, uh, you know, we have to take a hard look at that as well. While we, we're sending them away for life, we have to you know, life is life. You yeah. Know, you don't come home to, you know, you're like in your 50s if you do it at 15 and 16. I think we got to look at that. Man, you, you want, want a new fan in me, man. I haven't even seen one episode. And I promise you, man. I'll be watching all the episodes coming up after having this interview with you, man. Because I saw the uh, highlights on, like, uh, the videos and stuff. I was like, man, how did I miss this? 
<laughs> well, I, I appreciate that, BJ. I'm impressed, thoroughly impressed, man. David Quinn, thank you so much. ATL Homicide premieres tonight on TV One, 9 p.m. Him and his partner, uh, Vince. I wish you Godspeed, man, and y'all do y'all thing, man, and help the community, brother. Thank you, BJ, and thank you for having me.